This podcast is brought to you by lineupmedia.fm. It's time for another episode of The Drop Podcast. The Drop is an unbiased, in-depth hockey podcast dedicated to the St. Louis Blues and all the hot topics within the NHL. So tell the ref you don't mind the game misconduct penalty. You are headed to the locker room anyway to listen to The Drop. Here's your host, Lance Descott. I am your host, Lance Descott, and we are back for another episode of the Drop Podcast. In this podcast, we're going to be reviewing Game 5 of Round 3 between the St. Louis Blues and the San Jose Sharks. It's been a very entertaining series so far. Fans and media on both sides of the aisle have said things about the officiating, that crazy hand pass goal, calls missed, penalties that were called that shouldn't have been penalties. There's always something to complain about within an NHL playoff series, and nobody's ever going to be happy with the results of it. Going into this Game 5, I think we all knew this was going to be a very, very important game. Now, some of you might say, Lance, of course Game is an important game. The series is tied two games apiece. That is true. But I think in some other series, you can't get a pulse on what's going to happen. Luckily for Blues fans, it was the Blues that came into this game and they totally destroyed the Sharks. They dominated them defensively, and when the Sharks did have an opportunity, Jordan Bennington shut them down, and we've talked about the fourth line throughout the playoffs, and it would be Oscar Sundquist, one of those fourth-line players, that would get the Blues on the scoreboard first in the first period to make it one to nothing. Carlson unable to clear, shot by Sundquist. He scores! The Blues' fourth line does it again with a goal in four consecutive games. You know, I don't think we want to call him the fourth line, do we? There's so many so many teams with so much depth and talent. A good dump in here. Carlson goes back to try to retrieve it. An errant pass goes right to Sundquist, and poor Martin Jones can't get the vision on it. The missed pass and the one-timer might have even redirected off a stick there, Pierre. Well, Carlson's in the shooting, and that was definitely an errant pass. As you said, Mike, Brent, there's nothing Brendan Dillon could do there. Before the series started, a lot of people, including myself, we're calling Carlson and Burns a two-headed monster because they are. They're so good offensively. Burns is very good defensively. And the key to the Blues winning this series was going to be to take the offensive prowess of Carlson out of the mix and really be physical with Burns. And they've done it so far. In game four, Burns made a huge mistake behind the goal. And in this one, Carlson just nonchalantly tries to clear it out. There's Oscar Sundquist just waiting for the puck. And the Blues go up one to nothing. That goal by Sunquist would be his fourth of the playoffs. It was unassisted. Five minutes, 50 seconds in. You guys have heard me say it time and time again. Mistakes show up big in the regular season. But in the playoffs, you give team power plays. You give them opportunities to score. You make mistakes in the defensive end. It's going to cost you. And that's what happened to Eric Carlson on this one. I talked earlier about Jordan Bennington's play throughout this game. But after this goal by Oscar Sundquist, the Sharks had a great opportunity. Bennington came up with a huge save to keep it one to nothing. For Braden Shen, knocked down by Couture out at the left point. Here is LeBanc, drops it off for a jump by Burns, saved by Bennington. Shen couldn't get it out, kept alive by Couture. Penalty is over. Bollmeister out of the box, shot deflected by Pavelski. As a goaltender, there are some nights where you're just on. You see the puck clear, everything kind of slows down for you. A shot doesn't seem as hard. 
You seem quicker with your glove hand. Your stick work is better. And I think in this game, Jordan Bennington was just on. He was seeing the puck. He was keeping control of most of the rebounds. It was just one of those nights. And I know exactly what that is like as a goaltender. You can't explain it. Some nights you struggle and you don't understand why. Some nights you're pretty good. Some nights everything seems to come easy. And I'm not saying Jordan Bennington had an easy time, but that's just what it feels like. And you can't explain it. It's just like a goal score. Some nights those goals will go in for you and it seems like it's easy. Other nights you keep hitting the post, you keep missing the net, and nothing good happens to you. But man, Jordan Bennington was great in this game. San Jose outshot the Blues 11 to 4 in the first period. But in the second period, it would be a different story. The Blues outshot San Jose 20 to 6. They put a lot of pressure on Martin Jones, and Jaden Schwartz gets his 10th goal of the playoffs just a little over three minutes in to make it two to nothing. Now Schwartz sends it through the crease, comes to Tarasenko, fires, and then Schwartz scores! Two nothing St. Louis! Jaden Schwartz with his 10th of the postseason. What an aggressive play, Mike, by Jay Bolmeister to jump in on this thing. It's a 50-50 puck. Jay Bolmeister decides to jump in on it. He'll come down low, keep the play alive. Braden Chen, crazy carom right onto the stick of Jaden Schwartz, and he puts it to the back of the net. No, that's not a crazy carom. That's poor rebound control. you got to have it right there. Stone's, he's got a stick out, pokes it. He could have brought it into his body, anything but this. He just pushes it over to Schwartz, and Schwartz has a four-by-six to shoot it. Tarasenko takes the initial shot. Martin Jones, for some reason, allows the rebound, and right there is Jaden Schwartz with basically an open net to make it two to nothing. This goal is on Martin Jones completely. That goal by Schwartz would be his 10th of the playoffs. It was unassisted, three minutes, five seconds in. The Blues are looking dominant in this second period. But they were not done. The Blues' other leading scorer in the playoffs, Vladimir Tarasenko, who had that initial shot where Jaden Schwartz got the rebound. He gets his own goal, seventh of the playoffs, six minutes, 53 seconds in. Over to play it for St. Louis. And now here comes Tarasenko. He's tripped up. He's stopped by Jones. It will be a penalty shot for Vladimir Tarasenko. Brent Burns is out of gas. He has to put the tailgate down with the stick. He trips Tarasenko down, and it's an easy call for a penalty shot. Here comes Tarasenko. Moving in on Jones. He scores! Comes in under control, not too fast. Makes that loop so his forehand is in the middle of the ice and just calmly picks the spot over the top of the glove of, of Jones. They are talking about Burns being out of gas. In this game, the Sharks all looked like they were out of gas. As I stated, a lot of their key players are older. Burns, Pavelski, Thornton. And it takes a toll on you when you get into the third round after playing some very physical series in the first two rounds. Tarasenko got tripped by Burns, gets a penalty shot, a beautiful goal. Not much Martin Jones can do on that one. And the Blues are up three to nothing at six minutes, 53 seconds into the second period. Heading into the third period, we want the Blues to continue to put the pressure on. I thought they did that for the most part. Jane Schwartz, who had a goal in the second, would take over the third period with a power play goal and an even strength goal to give the Blues a 5 to nothing win in this Game 5. Tarasenko, down low to Perron, and then across. Lassick got a stick on it at the flex in. 4 nothing St. Louis. So we talked about the faceoff being important and proves out to be very important. O'Reilly gets some help 
from Perron, and you need help from your wingers all the time on these draws. And this is the down low play. Perron's trying to go across ice to O'Reilly, and it gets deflected and bounces up and over, and kind of a fluky goal. The Schwartz gets it on the short hop, and boy, talk about good fortune. And that one kept away from Tarasenko by the stick of Burns. Towards the net, a hat-trick for Schwartz, his second of the postseason. Yeah, so you, you've got a demoralized team here, completely beat up, making poor decisions and great feed here, tries, and they're stumbling over each other at this point. The cross-ice pass, nobody picks up Schwartz. They're in a shambles right now. That's right on a tee. I mean, you couldn't set that up any better from Tarasenko to Schwartz. Tarasenko to Perron in that first goal of Schwartz's Gets it in front of the net. It hops over. Schwartz hits it out of the air and past Martin Jones. And the Blues are up four to nothing. That goal by Schwartz was his 11th of the playoffs, which tied Brett Hall for the most goals ever in a playoff series by a St. Louis Blue. Perron gets his sixth assist. Tarasenko gets his fourth assist, and it was a power play goal. Two minutes, 19 seconds in. That second goal by Schwartz is 12th of the playoffs. Some beautiful passing right on Schwartz's stick in front of the goal. Not much Martin Jones can do about it. Jaden Schwartz gets his 12th goal of the playoffs to pass Brett Hall. Tarasenko gets his fifth assist. Shin gets his fifth assist. 16 minutes, two seconds in, and the Blues win this one five to nothing. Dominating. That's the only word I can use for this game. Domination on the defensive side, domination on the offensive side, and a dominating performance in net by Jordan Bennington. Let's head to the stats of the game. Shots on goal. The Blues had 40. The Sharks had 21. The Blues won the faceoff battle again, 57% to 43%. The Blues had eight power plays. And do you know why they had eight power plays? This San Jose team is gassed. They are worn out. The Blues were one for eight on the power play. The Sharks were 0 for two. The Sharks did outhit the Blues 52 to 34. The Sharks outblocked the Blues 14 to 11. The Blues had 12 giveaways to the Sharks 11. Let's head to the postgame interviews where we're going to hear from Coach Craig Berube, Jordan Bennington, and Alex Steen on this huge Game 5 win. Craig, how dominating was that performance for you today? I don't know how dominating it was. I mean, first period, you know, they, we got a break there. They hit the post, and, you know, that happens. But uh, I thought that... Uh, we had real good energy and focus in the game. I thought that uh, everybody was pretty dialed into, uh, you know, doing things right and uh, getting to the getting to our game as quickly as possible on the forecheck. And you know, that's when we're at our best. And second period, did a real good job of it in a neutral zone both ways. I thought that we moved the puck really well, got it in, got on top of them, and then defend the neutral zone really well. Right, right. Craig, Jaden Schwartz now has more goals in the postseason than he did in the entire regular season. Is there any way that you could see this coming? <laughs> well, we've seen it before from him. Like, um, you know, he's been a pretty consistent performer over the years. Um, you know, it was an off year for him this year, obviously, in the regular season. But, you know, the guy keeps working hard. You know, not, nothing changes with his attitude, and he he keeps with it and keeps working, and it's paying off now. Obviously, he's been a very good performer for us in the playoffs. Run right, coach. Your team has come a long way since January. You know, you're one game away or one win away from the Stanley Cup final. 
but how hard is it going to be to try to get that closeout game in game six? Well, it's always hard and against a real good team like San Jose. It's going to be hard. We're going to have to be at our best for, for 60 minutes for sure. Craig, shorts aside, but just that line in general, when they play like that, is is, is that what they're capable of doing in, in, in all three zones, really? Yeah, I think we've seen that at times. Uh, obviously, we've seen it um, going back a year, two years. You know, um, if you remember 30 games in, they were one of the best lines in the National Hockey League. Um, but they've been really good at times, you know, going forward since then. Yeah, putting it all together, and they're definitely doing a good job now. Like, it's they're working hard together, and when they're working hard together and they're doing things together out there, connected, they're a real good line. Coach, in the last two games, uh, Blues have scored seven goals in second period. What is it about second period that's you know been a major success to Blues? Um, I don't know because we weren't very good in the second period during the regular season, but you know it's been pretty good in the playoffs so far. I think just a simple mindset, to be honest with you. Um, you know, we we talk about uh, you know the other team with you know line changes and quick ups and not getting caught in three quarter ice games. But so in, in saying that, we're doing a lot of that. We're catching teams in three quarter ice games and um, not allowing them to change quickly. We're getting quick changes and getting fresh guys out there and kind of keep it rolling and have really good momentum. Greg, how has how Tarasenko's game progressed since game one? Of this series? Of this series. Well, I mean, he's I think he's produced every game um, point-wise, but it's the work ethic for me and the physicality that he's playing with right now. Um, he's a physical player out there. He's a strong guy. And when he wants to and he wants to get in there and be physical and skate like he can, he's pretty pretty explosive player and hard to stop. Yeah, again on Vlad, uh, the penalty shot. Is there a, a better guy to have in that spot than Vlad? And what did that three nothing lead mean at the time? <laughs> Not too many. I don't know. It was a, it was a great shot, obviously. Um, you know, he's obviously a shooter, and um, you know, fortunately, he was. We we got a goal out of it, and it was a great shot by him. We'll do two more on the right side, third row. Craig, quick two parter here. Uh, Ten thousand plus at Enterprise today, throwing hats on the ice when Schwartz got his hat trick. Can you imagine what it's going to be like for Game Six at Enterprise? And also, your team has done a great job of controlling its emotions. Do you expect that to be difficult at all over the next forty-eight hours? Um, well, obviously, our fans have been great um, throughout the year, I'm, and um, sticking with us at times where it wasn't very good. And um, they've been great in the playoffs. Great building to play in for us. Um, it's going to be a lot of energy in the building. A lot of emotion, and it's important that we do keep it in check. You know, um, our players have done a pretty good job of letting things go, like the win today, and moving on, and focusing on Game Six. Uh, I don't expect anything different, um, but it's important that at the start of the game, they just you're simple and direct, and keep your emotions in check, and not to get not let them get out of control. Last question, front right. All right, Coach. How much emotion uh, went into play after the Game Three, the way it ended? And you guys have outscored them seven to one since then. So, what was the motivation after that controversial finish? Um, I, I don't know if it was motivation as much as we knew we played a real good hockey game that game, but we let it slip away. And I think you know we were obviously very upset about it. Our players were very upset about it. Yeah, we were upset about the call, but we let it go. We moved on from the call and uh, focused on game four. And uh, fortunately, we got a win. And I think you know we're a confident team right now. Um, with that win, that um, that that 
that really motivated us. Um, I thought we were a motivated hockey team today, and um, I don't know. Uh, I thought today we were more direct and north than we have been all series, and that's the key. I thought that we got to our game early, and we never quit. Thanks. You took control in the second period. What did you see in front of you? Um, they came out hard early, and I think we weathered a storm there and, and just got to our game and, and never looked back, and that was a great, uh, great team win. What kind of sigh of relief did you take in the first minute when Kane's shot hit the post? Yeah, that, that was nice to uh, hear the post and out there. So uh, obviously, sometimes you get the bounces, and um, it went well for us tonight. And you know, we, we got to prepare the same way for next game. Jordan, when the defensemen in front of you are getting the job done, what, what, what are you most impressed with what they're doing? Uh, I think we're, we're playing as a unit, and everyone's coming back hard, and, and we're being predictable for each other, and, and being disciplined, and working to get in the good areas for each other. So uh, it's really a complete team game, and, and the defensemen have been great, breaking out pucks, and, and uh, you know, clearing out traffic and, and rebounds, etc. So, uh, like I said, it was a great team win. Were you seeing that pretty quickly, though? That they they were getting to that. Um, yeah, we we were solid tonight, um, early on, and. And for a full full 60, so um, you know that's a, that's a good team win. How does it play to them on the road and silence the crowd like you guys did today? Um, yeah, it's a it's a big game. Obviously, the series tied 2-2, and um, you know we're, we're happy to go up 3-2 there. But we still got a job to do, and it's not going to be easy. That's a good hockey team over there, so um, we're going to prepare the same way and uh, get back home. Jordan, you guys have played some complete games during this run, but where does this run get from the most complete from start to finish, including you know second period strong, finishing strong, starting the way you wanted to? Yeah, that's important. Uh, you know, beginning and ends of periods are, are important. So, uh, yeah, that's it's a great team win. So a seven and two record on the road in this postseason. What do you say about the style of play that the Blues are playing right now? Um, we're just competing hard and, and just trying to do our job and play for hard, play hard for each other. And um, we've been doing a good job playing as a unit, and it's been working. So hopefully, yeah, we can continue that continue that into next game. A little more special that your first playoff shutout came in this kind of atmosphere and obviously a big game. You got your first playoff shutout. Yeah, um, yeah, that's it's nice to get, right? Um, but like, obviously, if you watch the game, that was an incredible game by our team, and uh, I'm just trying to be there when the team needs me, and and uh, hopefully we can con continue that into the next game. Had the win and being able to go up three-two, heading back to St. Louis. Uh, yeah, it was a good job. They got a big scoring chance their first shift, but um, after that, I thought we settled in, settled in good, and um, you know, played a strong game. Strong team game. Can you talk about that fourth line and the success that you guys are having, and you know just how well this team is playing? Uh, yeah, I mean, right now we're we're just staying in the moment. We're getting ready for each game um, the right way. I think our focus in game as well as has been uh, has been really good, and we stay stay determined, and, and our work ethic is there. There was so much talk early in the series about physicality that you guys were seeking out too many hits, but you kept up the physicality and it seems to be paying dividends now with the feeling that a little bit. Was that, is it, you feel like that's paying off now that the series is going longer? Uh, I think for us the biggest thing is we're playing our brand of hockey. We're playing to uh, the way that we want to play. I think uh, you know certain games we've slipped, slipped a little bit, but uh, quickly gotten back on the page and um, you know tonight I thought I thought we played well throughout the entire game. Uh, you know, and obviously Benner played really well for us. You've been at this a long time. Just what's it like to be one game away from the final? Yeah, we're just gonna we're gonna fly home and, and prepare for the next game. That's been our mentality throughout the whole since honestly since January. Um, you know, just take it day by day, and we'll do the same now.
What was the boost you got from the Tarasenko penalty shot? Yeah, it was each goal was huge for us. I think they were timely. Uh, again, timely saves from Binner, and um, you know it was a good recipe tonight. Thanks. And you keep your cool at the end as a team. It just looks to me like a team that's just feeling it. Like, is there a better way to describe it? What's it like for you? Uh, again, I think we just stay focused on what we want to do. Um, you know, whether it's in game or in between games, I think we, we do a good job of um, being relentless and making sure we stick to the plan. Um, you know, we played well tonight, but. That's in the past now. We've got to move forward and get ready for the next one. Is this as complete a game? You guys have had some good games since January, but is this as complete of a game all around? Yeah, we played well tonight. I thought we played really well tonight. I thought we uh, we limited their time and space. I thought we had really good back pressure from our forwards. Our D had tight gaps. and um, you know, Obviously, Binner doing his thing back there. Uh, Micah Schwartz has got more goals now this postseason than he did all regular season. Yeah, he's playing well. He's playing really well. I think, um, you know, you... You look at Schwartz's game and, and how efficient he is even when he's not scoring goals. I mean, you know, he, he wanted to obviously score more during the regular season, but he's such an important piece to our club and um, brings his work ethic every night. Alex, 12,000 at Enterprise today. Can you imagine what it'll be like in 48 hours? Yeah, it's going to be fun. We're looking forward to getting home as soon as you guys let me go. <laughs> what a huge game for Jane Schwartz. He surpasses Brad Hall for the most goals ever by a Blues player in the playoffs. Hall had 11 in 13 games, and Jaden Schwartz so far has 12 in 19 games. So a little less comparable. I heard a lot of people out there saying, wow, this means Jaden Schwartz is a better performer in the playoffs than Brad Hall. That's not what it means, guys. He did it in six more games than Hall had, and I give the guy a tip of the hat. It's great to be where he's at. A lot of people wanted him traded, if you remember correctly, right before the trade deadline, even way before the trade deadline. Schwartz isn't contributing. We got to get rid of him. He's making well over $5 million a year. He's just not worth it. Let's get rid of him. There were people talking about Tarasenko. Let's move on from Tarasenko. There were people talking about Shin. It's just amazing how things change. Those same people that wanted to trade Schwartz and Tarasenko are now praising Schwartz and Tarasenko and saying they had their backs the whole time. Where would this team be in this playoff without Tarasenko and Schwartz? And also, where would the Blues be without Jordan Bennington? Jordan Bennington comes up big in these last two games, allowing one goal in game four and getting the shutout in this game. I expect him to build on this, and I expect him to be great in game six. Don't know if he's going to get a shutout, but I think he is focused, this team is focused in, and they're ready to take this series at home in Game 6, and I expect it to be a huge win and to see the Blues move on to the Stanley Cup. Am I going to be shocked if the Sharks win? Honestly, yes, I am, because this team is gassed. They have looked tired since Game 4. They looked even worse in Game 5. And I just do not expect them to have the energy to even compete in game six. But we will have to see. You never know what's going to happen. But like I said, I think the Blues are going to wrap this one up at home. And they're going to be facing the Boston Bruins in the Stanley Cup Finals. I want to thank everybody for joining me for this episode of the Drop Podcast. Until next time, 
Let's go blues. Thank you for joining us for this episode of The Drop Podcast. To get more of The Drop, check out our website at droppodcast.com. You can also find us on Google Play, iTunes, and the iHeartRadio app. You can follow us on Instagram at the.drop.podcast or on Twitter at Drop Hockey Show. You can email The Drop Podcast or host Lance DeScott at lanced at droppodcast.com. To find out more about Lineup Media, go to lineupmedia.fm. Until next time, let's go blues. This podcast was a presentation of lineupmedia.fm.